So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Easy Conversations. I just want to start off by saying thanks a lot to everyone who listened to the last episode featuring the homie Matt and I. Hope you enjoyed listening to us uh, reminisce on uh, various experiences that gave us nostalgia in life. And um, yeah, so now for episode 76 of Easy Conversations. I'm extremely excited, of course, to be back in the studio in person with the homie Matt. Say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? Hope everyone's having a great day right now. Episode 76, Eric, like every episode we do, it's like closer to like that huge milestone. Like I keep thinking of that big 100, even though it's going to happen next year at the end of the year. But uh, tonight's episode is going to be really fun because we're well, I'm going to let you introduce it. But last episode, Eric, I'm still thinking about that episode to this day, like what like remembering on it and looking back fondly on what we talked about. And it just like really hit me hard the other day at work. So, but yeah, why don't you introduce uh, tonight's episode? Me too. I was actually rethinking of that episode and like a, a bunch of stuff I forgot to mention. Uh, like that's always the case. I feel like when we yeah. do these, when we go back on down memory lane there and like nostalgic, I wanted to talk about movies like what about Bob and stuff there, but uh, it's all good. I added a little clip from the movie in the pod. Okay. So go back and check that out. So yeah, for this episode, we're going to be contrasting to last episode where we look back in the past. We're going to look a little to the future in a look at next year, 2022, while also doing a nice retrospective on our really big 2021 year that um, like we accomplished a lot on the pod. I feel like consistent two week mm-hmm. bi-weekly episodes every, under, every other Monday did not miss a single scheduled Monday drop. So super proud of that. Mm-hmm. Are there any moments you look fondly back on? Speaking of nostalgia, for the pod from 2021, Matt. Yeah. And just like, I just want to echo what you said, Eric, like I listen to a lot of podcasts and the, them maintaining a schedule, like a regular release date for episodes is super, it's very inconsistent. Like what I'm experienced online with the ones I like. So the fact that we did it, Eric, like mm-hmm. not to like pump our tires or pat ourselves too much on the back, but I had like good job, Eric. Like it's most, it's 99% all you. No, 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 no. It's, a, it's your it's baby. A team effort. It's a team effort. Team I mean, effort. we both have to show up, but like, Congratulations, Eric. Yeah. Like, that's very impressive. Right back at you. Like, I, yeah, I was looking at all the episodes we did last year, uh, 26 of them, and like, I'm really looking back fondly on the um, Justice League episode we did with our cousin Sarah, the music in the movies episode with Katrina. Like, you know, I think I'm looking back fondly on more like the ones with the guests because yeah. those are like arguably more fun for us because we never know what they're going to say, yeah, right? Like sure. the, the Bassam episode <laughs> <laughs> overrated and the episode with your mom was great. Yeah. So I look back, like I'm looking forward to this year, uh, next year on the pod, like all our guests episode, I think we know each other. We know what we're going to almost say for every episode. And we, we've become very predictable to each other, not in a bad way, but like when we have a guest, it's really fun. Probably predictable to the audience too. They kind of know what we're going to say sometimes, but no, I agree. Yeah. Like the guest adds that extra layer of like unpredictability and also new blood, new energy. And we go off that well too. I think mm-hmm. all those guests you mentioned were amazing. Like I also want to add in like um, Emily and Rebecca, oh, the episode yeah. we did on their book, the uprising. Hopefully we can have them back on the pod. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, we'd love to have you back on when book number two, the infiltration drops, hopefully in 2022. So definitely looking forward to that. And yeah, I'm also like starting to talk to, well, we're both tar- starting to talk to some people and lining up some 2022 guests, some new people. And of course, we're going to bring on some fan favorites as well. Can get into that a little later. If, um, if we want to get into like what to look forward to ahead, we can just do a little bit with the podcast. Like, I mean, last year we did a top, 10 2020 hip-hop albums and the top 10 of 2021 hip-hop albums is coming out really shortly and we're not going to spoil who the guest is but i'm very excited to 
do a podcast with the guest we're going to have. Um, he's a coworker of mine and he's, we won't give, I won't dish out too many details sure. yet. That'll be an exciting episode to look forward to. And we can't, we, I think we mentioned this all year, the famous like dark Knight trilogy, <laughs> Matt versus like overrated versus Matt no, versus it's, it's a master people. Matt versus the people. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Nolan versus Matt. Like, I don't know. <laughs> And that, that might be a multi-guest episode. I'm just throwing yeah, it out I there, I think it Eric. should be because the majority of people I know anyways like would side with me and like mm-hmm. that the Dark Knight trilogy is a very good trilogy. So we would need someone to offset that. Mm-hmm. Like We wouldn't want it to be a two-on-one. Mm-hmm. We'd need a strong guest to go alongside mm-hmm. with you, I think. Kind of do like a Disney versus Pixar style of like Coliseum battling, like debating. Yeah. Super Smash Bros. And yeah. A little melee action. Uh-huh. And speaking of Disney versus Pixar, I've like we love that. I mean, I love that format yep, when same. we did it, and I don't even know if that was last. Year. It doesn't like that format. We need to duplicate that in twenty twenty one. I think absolutely. Maybe a part two, or pick two different companies. You mm, know? I think two different companies. Right. Honestly. Yeah. We gave a pretty good rundown of the Disney Pixar movies. I yeah, remember. for sure. And like then we'd be yeah. going into other movies. Like it's not as mm. popular movies because we already gave our top ten. True. Right? Then we're doing like twenty but, to eleven. It's just not as yeah. strong cuts to choose from like but no, fourth, I, yeah i love that format too it was super fun uh-huh. um for also like next pods coming up like there's um i don't know if it's gonna be the next one we do or the one after the hip-hop one but now the show at the time of recording mm. witcher is dropping tomorrow season two we do an episode on that i feel like that'd be fun and if we mm. could tap in a guest for that someone who loves the show witcher be cool if not we'll just go over it ourselves there it's for the witcher it's funny i know a lot of people that love the witcher but for very different reasons there are those who like the witcher for the actual story and like the fantasy element and then i know a lot of people that love watching the witcher for like the uh i'll just say like the eye candy of for sure. <laughs> i trust me i know firsthand i'm like do you know what's going on in this story oh it doesn't really matter yeah. you know it's cool it's fun to look at for sure it's badass right myself i need subtitles for that but i, I won't get into the witcher right now we're mm-hmm. gonna save that Definitely want to do list episodes too, Eric. I love those. I don't know if you listeners like like the top fives or top tens, but like that's almost my favorite format of doing a show. Like I love making lists and then doing like a round robin style. I think it was in 2019 we did the hidden gems. Yeah, yeah, end of the year. That no, was that was actually 2020 because it was during COVID. I remember. True. But uh, that was good too. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else though? For like retrospective 2021, like we've got the pod down. I think. Is there anything else that you're particularly proud of or like that you want to highlight on on this episode before we move into looking forward to next year like anything that was accomplished like i said the consistency first of all was is very impressive to me but also i think you too eric i think we both like i bet you if we look at all our episodes in 2020 and then 2021 i think we've improved at Mm -hmm. what we're doing and i know where i started very like low in my like I was very hard on myself and I think I've gained way more confidence doing this podcast and this podcast has helped me like with speaking more and like presenting my idea, like speaking my mind more and it's helped me at work, like ex- um, explaining myself better just doing this podcast. And I told a lot of people at work, I do a podcast and they're shocked. They're like, oh, you're famous. You're People have this idea of a podcast, like every single podcast is like thousands of listeners and you're known. Are you getting paid? Someone asked me if I was getting paid, Eric. I'm Monday, like, no, Monday. no, no. We'll get there. Maybe, but yeah, like, is there commercial? Like she didn't know if there's are commercials yeah. or no, I'm just very proud that like, I think we've improved a lot. Like I think the podcast has never been better in 2021. Mm. 
not that it wasn't good before, but I think we've we've been improving and improving and I don't know, very consistent. And yeah. like the drawings, I've loved that. Like you're killing it with that, Eric, the merch. Yeah, no, it's super well said. I don't really have <laughs> any much can. else to add myself there. Like I'm super proud of like the consistency and like yeah, I think there's growth for sure. And like even like before we did this episode today, we were just talking for like ten minutes and then I just asked like, all right, we get to go. Like, yeah, yeah let's go. It's just like it's kind of autopilot yeah. now. Like there's not I don't like for me not as much nerves as before. Like it it still took a while there for the nerves beforehand to go away. Like mm-hmm. it's even though I've done so many now. Like that still was around like a little bit of nervousness and like wanting to be well prepared. But for this one, I didn't prepare too much. Just like a couple bullet points of stuff I want to talk about, but like it's easy conversations, you know, and like even every guest that comes on is always super nervous and that applies to me and Matt and like, we're both much better now with it. So like, in, like with anything really practice makes perfect and you got to put in 10,000 hours to achieve mastery at your various or respective craft. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're close to that amount of man hours into the pod, I think. That'd be interesting if some, if we could figure that out, but Eric, you made so many good points. And one of them was me too. I do that. Once we start going, I know that I'm so comfortable talking to you and I know I just bounce off of you and it's just going to be, it might be a bad thing if I prepare too much. Cause I know I'm going to bounce off what you're mm. saying. And I'm so like, yeah, we talked 10 minutes before the pod. We could have talked for two hours and then like realized, Oh no, we have to record this. Show podcast. Had to go on. That would have been, an, that'd be an interesting episode if we just record our, just our regular conversation. Up, no topic. <laughs> It'd be yeah. very variety and like very in, like get like a super cl- like look at our lives. But like, I don't know. Like we would, we would obviously make it entertaining and have banter and like, what's up with this, Eric? And this movie yeah. here, like, <laughs> like that could be an episode. Style, that could yeah. be an episode where we jump from thing to thing. We've done that before, right? Yeah, like the no, no topic. topic. But even at that, like I had some stuff prepared, yeah, like some yeah, yeah. talking points. Now it would have to be like a true raw curb your enthusiasm yeah. style thing prepared. T- tell anecdotes and yeah. like, what's up with uh, this? Yeah. Something funny happened at work or I'm super comfortable doing the pod now. It's all like, it's all thanks. Like, honestly to that day, Eric, you asked me to be the co-host and I was like, oh, I don't know. But then I'm like, I really like talking about like 95%, like some things I'm not comfortable talking about, but that's when we usually have a guest that's really knowledgeable. But other than that, Eric, I like talking about like, Especially movies and TV, music, sports. Like, there's so many things. It's that... a perfect outlet, I think, for both of us yeah. to just really dive yeah. into everything that we're consuming at like for a certain amount of time, and then get it all out there, and then kind of move on to the yeah. next thing. It's Cause, amazing. Because before the podcast, before we you had a podcast, it was like us seeing each other three times yeah, a year. I exactly. like maybe in a Thanksgiving or East or not Thanksgiving, sorry, like a new year's or mother's day or something where, where for an hour, like we, I'd be sitting beside you and be like, okay, what'd you think of this movie? That movie? <laughs> yeah. Did you watch that? I didn't know. I hated that. No, it's like rapid fire. So boom, boom, boom. And then getting interrupted by like maybe our more, uh, colorful cousins for well it's just a classic family gathering right like you kind of have to talk to other people too right like we couldn't just keep going like we do with the pod about whatever we want so no it's been amazing to like space out not only like seeing each other and like talking about stuff but especially now with family gatherings there's a lot less of them so oh i know not that we had that many like you said it was like three four times a year so no it's been much better like every two weeks and even like just texting about stuff yeah. and ideas for the pod. So we've no, been good stuff. We've always had very similar tastes for like, especially movies and TV shows. So mm-hmm. like, it's good. Like I don't have to tell you a hundred things the next time I see you. It's like, we're pretty up to date with like yeah. what we like. And for we've sure. been doing that since I've been babysitting you. Yeah. Like, you, like watching movie trailers. Like, oh yeah, that one looks good. And you're going to go see it. And 
throwback to like Pirates of the Caribbean 2. I still remember <laughs> you showing me that trailer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, it was that era, like that time. But yeah, okay. So looking ahead at 2022. So like when you proposed this idea for the pod, you were like, like things that you have, you were given examples. Like, is there like trips you're looking forward to or like goals, basically like goals or yep. even resolutions. And I thought long and hard of that. Um, just quickly, like 2021 for me, like, which is, it's going to be weird to say, but it's like, it's literally been the best year of my life for so many different aspects. It's the first full year I've lived by myself, not on my parents. It's the year I got a vehicle and now I've, I've been driving for over half the year. Like I have a full G license. And then there's also like my girlfriend who I've been dating now for all like over eight months. So like most of 20, uh, most of 2021 and like, like 2021 has been great for me. And when I look at 2022, I think I know it will be even better. So I'm like super excited for 2022. Even if there's other aspects I can't control about 2022, like, you know, like all that, the stuff with the government and like, you know, COVID, which we won't dwell on. Like I know 2022 is going to be awesome for me. And I'm just, okay. So right, we're going to do an episode like this in a year where we talk about 2022. And I know that whatever I think of right now and what I'm going to say to you guys right now, I know it's going to be different for what I'm going to say happened a year from now. Like I cannot predict exactly what's going to happen. I just know it's going to be great. And it could be something as like, maybe I'll be have different living arrangements. Uh, maybe I'll, you know, I'll be in an even better spot in my relationship. Um, like I know I will like, I just know good things are going to happen for me and I'm not to like gloat and like yeah, y'all show sure. off you, but like, go off. like I know next year I'm going to be in a totally different like spot of where, where I am right now. And it's going to be great. I just have a really good feeling, Eric, like in my gut in terms of like my life. Um, and I know like I have a really good feeling too at work that I'm going to be in a different position because I've been applying to a lot of new positions at work that have been coming up and I just have a really good feeling I'm going to get one of them and that's going to change my where like the department where I work at and it's going to be like new challenges for me and I know I'm going to like maybe struggle at first to learn everything but I know I'm going to master it eventually because that's what I've always done where I work it's I take all the information I'm a little stressed for a week or two and then I like learn to organize my time and do a good job. So no, 2022 is going to be really exciting work-wise and my social life for me as for specific goals, Eric. Actually, I know I've, did you want to cut in there and say something before I, I mean, I honestly kind of feel the same. No, it was okay. super well said. Like I kind of feel the same way as you about like where I'm headed as well in my life there. And uh, not going to repeat basically what you said, but I would agree yeah. with that. Like I don't, okay. I don't have specific goals on like this needs to happen. This needs to happen, but I am confident about, certain things that will happen and just where yeah. I'll end up in a year's time from now as well. And, um, also don't want to put too much pressure on myself though. Right. Like being saying like, okay, this needs to happen in my career. And I want to do like this, like we need to move out in a year or something like we're in a good spot right now. I just want to look back kind of at last year okay. talking about goals that I wrote out for myself, like on, on a piece of paper, I accomplished quite a few of them actually. And like just writing something out on a piece of paper and then when you accomplish it, go back to it and like put a nice little check mark right next to it. It also increases the likelihood that you will achieve what you set out to do. And in saying that, I don't want to set, set specific goals for myself. That's not completely true. I'm not going to say them all on the pod there. Like I will write some out again and hope to achieve certain things, but just by writing it and like kind of having that as something that's driving you for the year is a good practice to do. And that's what I did at the start of last year. 
And I was pumped when I did some things like earlier than I thought or set out to. That's what I would impart on. Like for New Year's resolutions, I know sometimes people take them with a grain of salt. Like everyone says like, oh, I'm going to work out more. I'm going to cut back on drinking and stuff. Like those are fine. But like if you don't really write them down and commit to it, you won't really follow through on them. So it might seem trivial, but it actually does motivate you to act on what you said you're going to do. Well said, Eric. And writing them down and then maybe like look at putting them in a spot where you can look at them every day or that really pushes you to, and it can be like, I don't know, like, do you write like, however big or small the goal is, you write it down or your goals are pretty much like, it's like the bigger picture goals. Uh, Some bigger picture, some are literally for the year. Like I had a, it was called a vision board actually that I did like just like a piece of paper and there were some drawings on there too. And just like little, uh, and also like not necessarily like this needs to happen, but just like, okay, improve your attitude every day. Like have a more oh. positive mindset and just, I didn't look at it every single day there, but like having it around and like seeing, okay, I drew like a smiley face or whatever. It's just like a good reminder of, okay, don't be too down because something happened or just because someone said something in a meeting or yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Like it's, those are good reminders to have around you. And as much as, as, po- as often as possible as you can have those like triggering you and motivating you like it's good to have i like that like so it could be so it could be as simple as like smile more every day or take 10 minutes every day and just sit down drink your cup of coffee and do nothing or just like take 10 minutes and relax and don't look like we talked about that last episode i think or the one like looking at your phone like limited limiting your screen time you know what i think that's a good idea Eric. I, i don't write anything down but maybe i will this year because it's just gonna motivate me more I, I think I have like, my goals are more, my goals are very bold. They're not just going to happen. It, it's not a goal where it's like, oh, it's just going to materialize itself and it's going to get done for me. Or like, it's going to be a goal where like, I have to put in a lot of work and go do it and like not procrastinate. Cause I feel like some goals it's like, oh, it's going to happen. Eventually someone's going to help me with this and it's going to happen. Um, no, these are like, I have very like bold. Yeah. Bold is the right word. I have really like bold goals for 2022. And, but, uh, thankfully like i'm not going to be doing this some of these alone and i'm going to have help help from loved ones and like what more is there to life than like doing things with loved one well okay some of my smaller goals so some of the smaller goals i have eric and honestly this pod has helped me like figure some of them out especially the episode with your mom the cooking episode like i've never made my own homemade soup from scratch cooking is definitely one of my goals basically like i want to start making meals that i'm not comfortable with uh, right now, I have like my like six on rotation, like my six meals I can do with my eyes closed and like kill them. But like, I can't like be eating hamburgers or chicken like the rest of my life. I got to be like soup and like maybe like more veggie stir fries with a tiny bit of meat, not just like a lot of meat with a tiny bit of vegetables, uh, maybe like homemade lasagna. Like mm, I bought yeah. lasagna noodles like so long ago. I'm like, I'm going to make a lasagna. Still hasn't happened. <laughs> um, there's just stuff like that. Like working out wise, I don't think like I've already been doing that. So I don't really have any health goals in that sense. Um, like I, I'm not like too hard on my, like I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy life. I'm going to be like, oh, I can't drink on these nights. Yeah. Like I'm not going to limit that. I'm still going to indulge in like, like what is life if you can't have a bit of fun sometimes? Um, I think I was really strict last year on that. And then like talking to my girlfriend, I'm like, well, I don't even know why I'm like, I should eat junk food on my days off if I want mm, to. Like, yeah. I've been really hard on myself in the past with that. 
Do you have any like goals like that, Eric? Like health? Yeah. So for like the <laughs> eating junk food, like I'm actually gonna try to limit it. because on the pod too, I did say like the um, the cooking one. I'm pretty sure said like after Halloween, I'll slow down on the junk food. That hasn't happened. If anything, it's ramped up. But because like that, we got so much candy and it just like set the baseline of like okay, on every day we right take like this many packs of like Swedish fish, fuzzy peaches, like even arrows have grown on me. Ooh. So. Yeah, I mean, definitely want to slow down when the new year rolls around because, like, during Christmas time, you do want to indulge in all the delicacies that are just being shared at the dinner table. So I'm not going to limit myself during this stretch of time. But honestly, like, January 1st, like, enough is enough. Like, it has to slow down. What I've done a lot of years in the past, like, I didn't drink beer until my birthday. So, like, April. And I actually did that quite a a few years. I would still drink, of course. I'm not an animal. But I would have, like, gin and tonics and stuff but I'm not going to do that again there. But that was something that I used to do actually just like cut back on the beer. And like that kind of follows the uh, junk food too, because beer does add on to the, the old gut and uh, cheeks in my case. So yeah, those are definitely goals like for the short term, like to just, I do eat well though. So I I can definitely permit myself to have junk food and I work out as well. You're killing out the homemade meals. I've been yeah, seeing some of them. Thank you. I do. Um, I am very proud of the uh, food that mm-hmm. I make and Andy makes. Like we both make, we help each other out too, which is really great. Like we either take turns or full on collab effort. And like that awesome. helps out a lot there that it's not always on one person and always having to rack your brain around like, okay, what are we making tonight? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's been really good for us. Yeah. I've experienced that this year, like cooking with my, like not being like doing it together so much better. Like, Mm-hmm. It doesn't take as long and you're multitasked like, yeah. Or getting a meal cook cooked or cooking for someone like that's great. You know, taking turns. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I know that feeling now, Eric. It's, it's, it's great. Um, another so, goal I have that's like kind of really switching gears and like, it might sound like a very simple, small thing, but it's come up in many years where every like, um, November and April when comes the season to change my winter or spring tires or okay. summer tires, I'm always just getting rinsed by Mr. Lube or whatever. Like they just charge quite a bit. And uh-huh. I've heard from many people, like almost honestly, like nostalgia and groundhog day every year. Like I send a snap to people like oh, I'm getting my tires changed for some reason. And one of my buddies always tells me like, Oh, you should just learn how to do it yourself. Or like I could have done it for you for like 20 bucks or whatever. And this year it finally clicked like, yo, I should just learn how to do this myself. It can't be that complicated because a lot of people I know do it. And a few of them, like, I'm not going to name names here, but like, they're not exactly, I don't think of them as like handy people. So it's just a matter of getting the tools, maybe watching a couple of YouTube tutorials and then getting it done. And I'm saying it on the pod too, to keep myself accountable so that when April rolls around, I want you to ask me if I got my tires changed or if I did it myself and I'm going to really try or I will get it done myself. It's so weird. I'm in the same boat. I want to do them myself, but this is the first year I had to do this. Like I've only had a car for six months and my uncle changed my tires at his garage, but like, I want to learn how to do it just to know. And I know we, Eric, I think you could do it instinctually. Like, remember and you know you just need like i think you need like a someone with a torque wrench to like just tighten them tight enough after yeah. the fact but that could be probably super easy to go somewhere in like two seconds we don't think about it because we're like ah i don't want to bother you know you have to like take maybe like a 
at a garage, it would take 20 minutes. It'd probably take us like 45. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, like, yeah, at the garage, it takes them 20 minutes to do it. But I waited like two and a half hours for them oh, to do my line. tires. Like, oh, like it's a, first come, first serve? Yeah. 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 Oh. So, like, there's that too. Like, yeah. the wait time in Stress. between the mm-hmm. cars. And, like, if you're dropping your car off. Like, I went in on Barn to get my tires changed. I was, like, alone. I just went to Timmy's for hours and read fellowship of the ring great time spent but like still like if i could just do it myself it's saving Mm -hmm. time and money too i like that goal it's a good goal because it's not a big one but it's like it's a super useful like Mm -hmm. thing to do because you're going to be doing this the rest of your life twice a year yep see why can't we have little goals like that it's simple but it's like no it's just gonna make life simpler and save money it also falls under sorry i'm just gonna add it falls under my long term or just has been a goal of mine that I've accomplished every year for like quite a few years now is to learn something new every single year like for the last or learn or do something new like try something new Mm -hmm. and I've done that since like at least 2016 like when I went over to like in the UK like that's when like that was a huge leap for me of like really doing something new and then I just tried a little something or big something every year I don't need to list them all there but that would be one thing that I do that I have never done before and a skill that I will have acquired or gained by doing this. So do you always have an idea of what you want or it's something that will just come up and you'll know when you see it, you're like, I want to learn how to do that or do that. Yep. Like one of the things I did this year for the first time was paint with our uncle That's Pat. Right. And it's not like I went into this year thinking like, okay, I want to paint. Like that'll be the thing. Okay. And I'm sure there's other stuff too, honestly, this year, but paint like is the most recent one. So that's why I'm drawing to that. But no, it's definitely not like this one is a premeditated one. But in other years, like it has been like one year was like I played basketball one summer, like super random. Really? But like I'd never, never played basketball before. Like I played in a league with my well league. We rented the gym with my f- friends from work like every um, Wednesday, I think it was. So, yeah, something new. Don't play much nowadays, but at least I tried and like we did that for two years. So something oh, wow. new was fun. I did not know that. Basketball is one of the funnest sports to actually play, like, in my opinion. I was just a back-checking machine. Yeah. Not, not draining too many buckets. Like, all off the backboard. No, no uh, dripping threes out there. That's a really good goal. I never... See, I don't have goals like that, and I should. Like, more, like, realistic goals, I would say. Because, like, the goals I have are always, like, like I said, bold and ambitious. And maybe, like, I tend to... Maybe not rush goals, but, like... So it's something like when I want something, I want it right away. And I don't like mm. waiting for it. Like I'm a very patient person, except for like stuff that I know deep down, I really, really want. I'm like, I'm going to make everything possible for that to happen. Like I'm going to will it into, into existence, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like cre- <laughs> Harvey Dent, create my own luck. Well, no, not like that. <laughs> hey, let's go. Look at you now. Oh, I can't believe I did. I did not, wasn't aware of what I was doing. There's <laughs> a quote of the dark night. I make my Shit. own luck. Ah. Uh, he is. He does a good job. Great Aaron, villain, Aaron Eckhart. Absolutely yeah. hated him, but like he, yeah. did, he did a great job. He was a hateable villain, yeah. a tragic hero. On honestly, one way to look at it. I'll repeat myself again. I don't hate the movie. I just think there's no business being has having that status. But anyways, yeah, yeah. My other goals, like you know, like you you inspire me. Like example, Eric. Like you when you asked me if I could be like a sub on your hockey team, like. And I said no, and now my dad is a sub, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> the old uncle. It's a one-time thing. Yeah, yeah. No, he would but I'm just saying, like, that, but that inspired me, like, maybe, do I want to play hockey one day? I haven't, I haven't played hockey since I was 19, like, an actual game with referees and, like, mm-hmm. competitive. I haven't played in, like, 10 years, Eric. Yeah. 
I think I still have that drive in me somewhere of like remembering like the rush you get when you do like, I think, I yeah, like you made me think like, do I want to experience that again? So that's something I have to think about. And then there's also, there's always golf every year. That's on say, yeah. golf is always on my, I should get into golf this year, but it always like, Oh, next year, mm-hmm. just start by going to go hit golf balls. And then that never happens. Um, I mean, this year is going to be more realistic with me having my own car, my own place. I'll have more like, like freedom. So like I have clubs and everything, right? I just, oh. and then like another incentive is all these trips or, yeah, we talked about that last, like you talked about your experience on the trip with my dad and my, our uncle. So yeah. I don't know. It's always floating around in my head. Okay, good. Because I was going to segue into that, like golf, like maybe would, could be something that you could get into for this year. And then once you get the bug, like you're hooked, it's a wrap. Like yeah. that's all you'll want to do during like late spring, summer, and then even uh, into fall. And now that we also have this trip coming up, Minimo Big yeah. up in Bromont or Bramont, and like we'll be going. Andy and I are going to go. So uh, hopefully quite a few other of our family members are going to be going. It's a family trip that Matt's dad is um, organizing for us. Folks, for those of you who don't know, it should be fun. Like a couple rounds of golf. Yeah, that's another goal of mine, though, is to get my golf game back on track. This was like my worst golf summer in the last three years, at least, if not four years. Very abysmal showing on the the green hills, but it's always been fun. And like, it's fun during COVID too, like to be able to see people and do some like a nice activity outside. But I also like personally do want to do better this summer. I don't know what happened to me there, but. But like Eric, real, did you play every week? Like realistically, you got to play a ton. Yeah, I played less probably this summer than the last few okay. summers for sure. But I still played enough to like the the drop okay. off shouldn't have been this drastic. Ah, I don't okay. think. Okay. But anyway, you know how what you're capable of too. Yeah, like you know how good you can yeah, be. So yeah, I guess that could be a little off putting sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. But no, I would love to golf with you, mothers. It's so fun. Anyways. I've been like a couple times, Eric, and it was like just peaceful. You're gone for four hours. It doesn't feel like four hours. It feels like it goes by in a heart in a blink of an eye. I'm just hard on myself too. Like I know if I suck at something, I'm going to get fresh. And you won't like, people won't want to be around me if I start like shitting the bed or like, it's going to be in the back. Like, you know, like, oh, just go have fun. Who cares if you shoot like a 130? It's like in my head, I'm like, no, I want to be like decent. And that's inevitable. It's a competitive in me. Yeah. One of those competitive juices flowing there. But I also want to go back to the hockey that you were talking about as well. Like, I think that's another thing that maybe, like if I need, actually this Sunday, it's looking like we might need subs. So uh, (laughs) we'll see if you're available. But but there are a few people on my team who haven't played in like 10 years. Like our cousin Dylan's right. one of them. Actually alumni of the show. Kevin also is on my team. And they haven't played in quite a few years. So like you just pick it up when you get back out there. And uh, it's just fun like be with the fellas and fun times. Yeah. I can see myself doing the hockey in the future. Like way more than the golf. Like because I love like hockey way more than golf obviously. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite sport. Like see if my equipment still fits. But like. I do miss hockey. I'm not going to lie. Like I miss that feeling of like, I know when you do a nice play or something or a good, ah, for sure. I still remember what it's like scoring. Like that was my favorite part. Like, you know, when you score in the, in your team, ah, it's the best feeling. 
or just like I was defense a lot too, Eric. Like I just like stopping something. Like it's just mm. oh, it's so, so badass. I love it. No, for sure. Like I right? don't score that many goals on the ice. I'm more of yeah. a two way, if anything, defensive defenseman. But like making a nice pass, like stick checking, stick lifting satisfying. someone, then making a pass under someone's stick. Like how sad? Yeah, very satisfying. Especially yeah. getting some props on the bench too. The goal, like nice play, Eric. Like just you know mm-hmm. pumps up the confidence a little bit too. So it's um always fun and. Uh, yeah, I mean, contributing towards a greater goal in in that getting your team a win always feels great. So, I would recommend that too. Like as uh, anyone who like wants to get back into a sport, like try something, or even like hockey for the first time. I asked a few people like who never played hockey before, and they didn't say yes to join the team there, but should have. It's a good time. Maybe that'll be one of my goals for 2022. Is like kind of like that Jim Carrey movie, Yes Man, where he says mm. no to everything at the beginning, and the girls like. Or he goes to that class and they're like, you know, new outlook on life. Say yes to everything. Like, just don't think about it. Like, agree to it and you're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. The hardest part is the saying yes and like, I'm going to do it. But then once you actually do it, you're like, ah, why didn't I do this before? How many times does that happen here? Yeah. Why didn't I do this before? People, uh, 10 people tell you to watch a movie and you're like, I don't know. And then you finally watch it. You're like, this is amazing. Why didn't I watch it sooner? I do that a lot with TV shows, actually. Yeah. And that will that'll be, yeah. And that'll be coming in our random recommendations. That's, it's going to be another classic example of this for a show I've been watching okay, more nice. on that later. Oh yeah. Eric countless, the office, uh, so many other shows. Me, like the two recent ones, like matrix people kept recommending right. it for, and were like genuinely frustrated and mad at me that I hadn't seen it. There was like, just, I feel like a little unjustified the hatred towards me for not having seen it, but it's shout like, out Katrina. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to name names, but yeah. Oh, and cool. also prisoners too. Basam was like furious really? that I hadn't seen it. <laughs> that one less but so. Come it's on. It's not that, it was it's really not good. that known though. No, but like, I don't know, just because I like movies that are well rated and like, it's right, right up my alley. And like had, he had recommended it to me a few times, but just, I just didn't really follow up on it there. So it happens, right? There's so much to watch out there. It's impossible to be on top of every single oh. movie and show out there. Nowadays, more than ever. Yeah. You know, like 10 years ago, it was very realistic. Or like 20 years ago, it was like, what's coming out of the theater? Okay, you're on top of all the movies that year. Yeah. Now, oh my God. Now everything has like, every single <sighs> company has their own like originals. Yeah. Like Roku has originals yeah. now. Which is Paramount yeah. Plus. Yeah. What is Paramount Plus? Uh, like, I know what No it one is. knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> Speaking of work, you've already accomplished actually at the end of this year. I don't know if you want to talk about that on the podcast, but like, do you have any goals at work or like? Yeah, no, I definitely do have goals at work. I actually just got a new job yeah. not too long ago there. So that was like really exciting awesome. for me to get. I had gotten some good experiences at my old office. And now like I'm really go- getting into like a new area of work. No, it's the same department there, CRA, but like just different branch and different people, different work. So like reestablishing myself is not a challenge, but it's a, a little bit of a challenge, like something I relish and like I'm looking forward to and have been enjoying like meeting all these new people and showing what my value is that I can bring to the table and all that. So that's definitely a goal of mine is to reestablish myself and not only that, but keep growing. Mm-hmm. So I definitely have goals in that regard. And actually I was talking about this earlier with you that I was in like a workshop today for like an agile workplace um, mentality in the office. I don't really need to get into the specifics of the workshop, but the guy who was facilitating was a very interesting guy. Like he was in in his sixties, I'd say like has seen a lot as was a teacher before and has been like giving these kind of workshop and mindset improvement courses for a long time. And he said that something that his parents ingrained in him when he was really young was every time that you meet anyone in this life, 
there's something to learn from them. So take every single interaction you have with anyone. Just try to get as much of it out of it as possible. Mm. I'm paraphrasing how he, he worded it way better than me right now, but I found it really inspiring. Like this guy was so positive too. And like people were cutting him off and like asking some questions that another facilitator might've been annoyed at, like that people were interrupting him and stuff. Like he was just very calm, patient, great listener, like those are definitely some skills that I would want to improve myself and apply in the workplace as well. Like the greats really know how to cater to everyone around them and make everyone feel valued and learn from them. And also like in saying that he learned from everyone, I learned from him that he learns from everyone. So basically whenever I interact with someone now, like I shouldn't be maybe judging them or writing them off Mm -hmm. anything, just Mm -hmm. like there's something, there's something here for better or worse. And even if it is for worse, it can be looked at as for the best. So that's my anecdote from my goals for work is to keep improving. That's really funny. Like, it's really cool. You talked about that. Cause I was going to like put you on a spot and ask you a question of like, if there's one thing you want to improve, like in the workplace, I think we talked about this in the ask me anything where you asked me something you'd want to improve about yourself mm. or do better. Like, is there anything Man. like I can go first if you want, but that you already gave an answer technically yeah. there with the workshop with, yeah. Learn something from every interaction. That's something you can um, practice in 2022. And that just, you saying that made me think of like all the interactions I have at work. And yeah, sometimes I prejudge or dismiss or we all do it. Nobody's perfect, but that's a good one, Eric. Me, I guess still to this, like I'm I'm still, I'm a very patient person, but still to this day, I'd like to still keep improving my, if something doesn't go the way it was planned for me, or something like unexpected happens that like throws a wrench in my day or my schedule or my plan. Like I need to learn to just roll with the punches. And I do that now really well. I just want to improve on to that. I think it's such an important like skill, like not to get like, not to be so frustrated so easily. Like I see it all the time at work and I'm not going to name names if like work people are listening, but like (laughs) I think people lose their calm way too easily. A lot of the people I work with and like, I'm not one of those persons, but I think I can even be, cause it does happen once in a while with me too. But like, just like to just roll with the punches, Matt, and just like stay calm. I know I can be even better at that, Eric. Like, just like, don't get frustrated if something doesn't go your way or you get unexpected, like or unexpected workload of like, you got to do all this now or being mad that someone didn't do their job previous shift. And now you have to pick up the slack. Like, don't just do what you can. And you only have two hands and you only have this amount of hours to work and not to like take it upon myself to carry everything on my shoulders. And I got to get everything done. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on that. Yeah. I know. It's funny that you mentioned that because like, well, two things, first of all, so going into this workshop, like the people on my team had talked about it with me, but like throughout the week and said like, there was a lot of like type A personalities who were in this workshop and like all like who would want to take control of a situation. Like I would have to interact with like work with them as a team So I was a little nervous about that. And then I actually thought about you saying like, don't go into a situation assuming that you know how it's going to go, right? Which was something, I forget if it was in that that same episode that asked me anything, but I remember you talked about that. And I actually thought about that and was like, yeah, okay, I've heard some stuff, but let's relax a little bit. We'll see how it goes. I'll do the best I can in here. I know I have stuff to offer and value to bring to this workshop too. So let's see what happens. And it actually went amazingly. I was super pumped about how the whole day went had some good energy throughout every single activity we did as a group. But another thing though, is not being disappointed when things don't go your way. We kind of had to like, again, I don't want to get into it fully there, but like I had to assign roles to one another in our, within our groups. And I kind of wanted one of the roles, but 
someone else said that they wanted it as well. And I didn't really want to be like confrontational about like, I'm just meeting these people. There's no need to make a big deal out of it. But I was a little like, you know what? I kind of wanted that role too, but you know, what are you going to do? I don't think I did anything wrong by not fighting for it for it. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm not really getting into specifics here about it, but wasn't super happy about it, but got to just let it go as at the end of the day, like dwelling on that little moment, won't really accomplish anything for me. And then what I can do and what I have done since then is just keep bringing stuff to the table with my group in the role that I ended up in. Like I said, last episode, like if you're in a hard situation, don't ask to be in like in a different one, just like do the best you can in that situation Mm -hmm. and rock it, which is what you did. Like do the, yeah, do the work. Exactly. Sam Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) Love that quote. Yeah. Oh, another thing, like a goal of mine is like, not that I'm like a big chatterbox or talk about, but I know sometimes I open my mouth at like the worst time, Eric. Mm. It could be at work or in a, in a social situation. It's like, as is often the case with a lot of things, silence is always like yeah. the better option because you end up saying something you regret. <laughs> and I've learned that the hard way this year. And I feel like next year, one of my goals is just like maybe three seconds of silence before something comes out of my mouth. <laughs> because sometimes I'm like, you know, when you're a little tired and you're a little heated, Um, sometimes I open my mouth at work and it's like, it has nothing to do with what my job is. It's just like me because I'm not like, I'm not an idiot. Like I can see like other, I can see like the bigger picture. And like, sometimes it it sounds like I'm telling someone like telling, telling someone above my station what to do or like put sticking my nose in other people's business. And I got to learn to like do less of that. Um, even though I try to, I want to be helpful doing that. It doesn't come off that way. It comes off as like mind your own business. (laughs) And I'm like aware of that sometimes, but that's one thing I want to work on too. It's really hard though sometimes to like keep quiet because I have like the older I get, my personality is more like I'm not just going to be like, I'm going to say what's on my mind more and care less. Like I want all our lives to be better. So I'm going to give my opinion more, but like sometimes that rubs people the wrong way. But should I really care about what those people think? That's the thing. That's that thing, right? Where there's like that old Dr. Seuss quote, like say what's on your mind because those that care won't bother them and those that don't, that, you know, like the people that it bothers are the people that you don't have to care about. Mm. It's like a really witty quote on that, but, but no, it's true. And like it's twofold here, like with the silence, like silence is a weapon too. Like it makes mm-hmm. people uncomfortable to, mm-hmm. I forget what, if that's from a movie or a book or something there, but like if you don't say much, it'll make everyone else uncomfortable. And also it can save you from some uncomfortable situations by putting your foot in your mouth. I've a hundred percent been there. <laughs> Trust me. We don't need to list examples here and no. be here all night. But, <laughs> and also like on to the point of speaking your mind, something I want to, I do a little more as well. Like as you age, like you care a little less and you have to care less because if you don't say what you want, feel and go for what you want, you just like, you won't get those. Like if you have bold goals, mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. like you're not going to yeah. get there by just being a little more passive and yeah. trying to please everybody. Like sometimes and not that the intent is to hurt people here, but like, if it does a little and it's serving you, I don't know. That's not really what I'm trying to say here. Like you have to go for what you want at the end of the day is basically my exactly. point here, but also still be mindful of others. And like, you don't want to be hurtful. So, and- sometimes you have to say something that's difficult. You know, it's going to end up helping that person. They just don't see it yet. Mm-hmm. They'd rather you not say anything, but at the end of the day, like whatever it is, it needed to get done. Here's an example. Like someone makes a mistake and I could just walk by and say nothing, or I could like, correct them and help them but then they might see that as like no like 
mind your own business. But at the end of the day, I help the company we work for. I have, we avoided a screw up. Some people have a hard time swallowing that pill of like, they won't admit, Oh, thanks for helping me. I screwed up. You corrected me. Like I'm like, I want to know right away if I screw up when people like, no, it's this way you do it. And I'm like, great. Show me how to do it. I'm not one of those like super hard headed. Like I won't, I'll refuse any help. And I just find like, that's when I open my mouth and sometimes rub people the wrong ways when I'm trying to help, but they don't see it like that. They're like, no, you think I'm stupid. I find a lot of people are, it's so frustrating, Eric. Like, no, I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm just trying to help you correct your mistake. Ah. Well, in the words of J. Cole, pride is the devil. You know, pride <laughs> is the devil, yeah, right? right? It, a lot a of people sin. don't like to admit that they did something wrong or yeah. that they made a mistake or that like you're offering to help them. Yeah. They're misconstruing that as like, oh, you think you're better than me because yeah. you're like showing yeah. me how to do it. Or, yeah. yeah. So it's just too bad that people are like that. And then you could even take the time to explain like, no, no, I wasn't really. Yeah. In, it, it was my intention to put you down. Like I'm literally just trying to show you how I do the work and like maybe this will help you out in the, down the road or whatever. But pride is it's one of the seven that deadly sins for a reason it makes if you we look at history how many stupid decisions were made because of pride or how many things have gone wrong like like screw-ups on a small scale or huge scale like political scale so that's one thing i want to work on like i said uh, when we started this conversation about like me saying i have really bold goals like i know i'm gonna have to put in a lot of work and like planning for these goals and i don't i can say what these goals are but like i can tell you off i it's yeah. i don't know if i'm comfortable sharing them when, when they happen i'll let you guys know on the podcast how go. about that yeah, like go. i can tell you off air no problem it's just i don't know it's, it's not like we have millions of listeners or yeah. thousands but still i don't no, know it's all good um and some of you might not give a shit like <laughs> <laughs> like get on with it matt um, but my goals are related to basically improving my like quality of life. And like, I know I'm going to be in an even better spot and like, you know, being with loved ones more, that's what my goals are all about and sharing experiences. Cause it's not fun doing anything alone. So, you know, I live by myself now, Eric, and it's like, I've got the taste of like the other life. And it's like, when I, when I go back to being by myself, it's like, it's really hard. <laughs> I mean, that's all I'm like alone say. time is still needed for yeah. everybody. Right. But no, True. I know what you're saying for yeah. sure. Not too much alone time. No. Yeah. Speaking of something that you typically do alone, though, like for the reading game, Ooh. are you still going to try to keep reading or like read more even? Like, I've, are you happy or not to put you on the spot, but kind of, are you content with the amount that you've read this year? If that yeah. was even like really a goal going yeah. into the year, like for me, it was. It's so a fan- fantastic question, Eric, because I know we had our book club episode. Yeah. You know, I was disappointed with my reading year this year. But that's also because I reprioritized everything yeah, and sure. met like the love of my life. Cool. I'm going to say it on air right now. And like, yeah, I'm going to not, obviously I'm going to skip reading to do like other, you know, like to hang out. So like, it's been disappointing my reading this year, but other great things have happened too. But like some of the books that came out this year, I read, like I, I, I plowed through them so fast because I love them. Like the Joe Abercrombie book, the fantasy book. And there was another one, like I admittedly, Eric, this year, a couple books, like I'm only like halfway through them and I put them down. They're in my room. It's like, I don't even know if I'll ever open them again. That was disappointing for me because I've never done that before. I've always finished the book. So that was a little, dis- like right now I'm, I'm stuck right now into like, I should read for 20 minutes, but instead I'll like watch a YouTube video or even tiktok sadly i can't believe i'm admitting this yeah i'm one of it's really hard for me like oh my phone's right there i could just watch videos for 20 minutes before bed and then i it's bad Mm -hmm. that's fine though man like i didn't want to like make 
make no, you I feel know, bad know, there, know, but yeah. You know. What about your book journey? Yeah, I mean, I'm happy with how I started on the year. Like I read a lot earlier in the year, but mm-hmm. then of course, like as like it's spring and summer rolls around, like I'm yeah. not gonna just stay inside read as opposed to doing other stuff there. Right. But no, I'm happy. Like I don't, I could tally up how many how many books I've read. It's the most I've read in like years. So nice. I'm definitely proud of that for sure. And I do want to mm-hmm. keep that going into next year. Like I've I'm done a fellowship there, and I'm reading Sweet. Two Towers now. Mm-hmm. Very fun and interesting to see how there are some different. Obviously, there are differences from the books and the movies there, like events that happened in uh, the movie Fellowship mm-hmm. that don't actually take place in the book, like um, Boromir, basically, right? Like he, I don't know if you remember there, but he doesn't actually die in the first one. It happens in Two Towers, right at the beginning. So they yeah. kind of needed to bring that over to the first movie just to add some action at the end of the Absolutely. movie there. But no, it's really fun and also. Uh, just on that topic of Lord of the Rings, the performances by the actors are fantastic and adds so much depth to the fellowship characters like Boromir, Legolas, Gimli, Aragorn, definitely, and Gandalf. They get a lot of uh, character development, but the other three I mentioned, like they only have like a, a handful of lines in there. Like there's not that much to go off of. Like Boromir, you kind of see his fall mm-hmm. and temptation to the ring, but Sean Bean gives a, a great performance from the source material and elevates, like greatly elevates it, in my opinion. Obviously, I'm biased because I'm reading the books for the first time and have seen the movies so many times. But it's been fun to go back, like retroactively read these books. And uh, going into next year, like I want to keep reading not only fiction, but nonfiction books. Like I've really enjoyed like the self-help books and mm-hmm. uh, some biographies I read. And like I said, I want to bo- read book number two of the Uprising trilogy. So there's definitely stuff on my radar. Probably even reread Atomic Habits, honestly. I was just gonna say that was one of the great books I yeah. read. Well, you said so much there. I want. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna make a crimes and punishment joke. Oh, and no, I honestly I thought about <laughs> it too. Sorry. But then I got into, like when you said like as some books that I half finished. Yeah. I was gonna say that right away, but I didn't want to interrupt you. I like getting my like two week updates on that book. Like, <laughs> yeah, I read another hundred pages. Yeah. I remember. I, I bet you if we look back at the like the first episode, you were really into it, <laughs> yeah. and then into it, and then like. Uh, it's a little harder and, 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 and no. Yeah. yeah. The fall from grace yeah. for crime of crimes and punishment. Yeah. It's overrated. Definitely. Yeah. Those, I'm not going to re- be reading those books that are like internationally like famous and the classics. I'm going to yeah. read something just entertaining, even though the writing quality is not the great, like example, Dan Brown, who wrote the Da Vinci code and angels and demons and all that. Like I've read all his books he's not the most gifted writer at all but it's like all his books to me are page turners it's just i want to know what happens or interesting i'm more like that when i'm reading just want to be entertained mm-hmm. that's why reading lord of the rings i don't think i could do it yeah that's the thing it's like a you, lot of description and also you know what's coming right like True. which is um maybe strange even that i am committing to reading them but because I've seen the movies so many times, like I do want to see like what the differences are, like see a Tom Bombadil or whatever his name was. Bombadil. Yeah. Bombadil. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly paying attention while I was reading, but I don't know. Maybe just also knowing that like that character wasn't gonna contribute much later in the story, or maybe he comes back in Return of the King. Who knows? But it is interesting to see like. Also, oh. like I don't know more. To, I don't know. I'm, I'm enjoying. You'll it. you'll love how Return of the King ends though. There's a whole thing they took out for the movie and restructured. It's a whole thing with. Okay, no, it's not. I won't spoil anything. Like I remember watching the bonus features and Peter Jackson's like, "Do we actually put this in the movie? Because it's kind of like, uh, it would add on more 
action after the action kind mm, of more right. action after the ring gets destroyed and then you're like what gotcha yeah yeah it's really cool okay cool. i won't say anything else but in the book there is more action after like the ring drop in the lava okay interesting yeah but not what you think so I was gonna you say, like, might the, laugh the mouth off. of sauron gets no, an expanded role more like a character that di- that doesn't die that early oh, okay, okay but that's all i'm gonna say my boy gothmog anyways we'll see what happens i don't know this is more info than I yeah, yeah, signed like on Eric, for. You're going to be like, then you're going to be reading and be like, oh, that's what he was talking about. Oh, for um, sure. But yeah, so books and movies, like mm, movies took a, to. movies, yeah, movies took a little back step for me in 2021 in terms of the amount I'm watching. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still watching it like a, a big amount for any normal person. But like for my standards, I have like almost 50% less movies this year. Wow. Like instead of watching 30, 40 movies a month, I've been watching 1820 okay which most people are like that's a lot of movies man <laughs> but like you got to understand like for years i've been like over one movie a day at the end of the year like over 500 movies for the God. year this i won't hit that this year i'm watching less movies but i'm enjoying them more because it doesn't feel like i'm doing like movie training where Quality i'm just watching f- yeah watching four a night and just like like crushing like grind i'm not grinding movies anymore i'm more like pacing myself and slowing down and watching you know, just one or two a night and watching more TV shows. Movies I'm looking forward to. I mean, I can't look, I mean, look no further than the MCU movies. Mm-hmm. The Thor movie is the one I'm looking forward to the most, most out of any okay. movie because I know how entertaining it's going to be. Is it going to be the best movie of 2022? No, but is it going to be the most entertaining movie at the theater? Mm-hmm. Frick, I like, I, I'm really thinking it is. Yeah, I think like Taika Waititi yeah. is, uh, he's going to put on a spectacle for us. I think mm-hmm. is a good way to describe it. Like it's going to be colorful, a lot of comedy, good action. Like if it's anything like Ragnarok, right? Like, right. and that saying that bar that high might be unfair, but also not unrealistic because he has the body of work to back it up. And now Chris Hemsworth is so comfortable as Thor mm-hmm. under Taika's direction. He even said he wouldn't come back to do Thor unless it was Taika Waititi no like, directing him. For so a Thor movie? Yeah, exactly. Wow. So I'm also pumped for that movie. And I do think Natalie Portman is actually going to do really well as Mighty Thor, she's called. Yeah, she's a great actress. People and then don't... you got, obviously, we've talked about this at length there, but the homie Christian Bale coming as through the villain. as the villain in that one. Yeah. So that'll be great. But me too. Like Those are the first movies I listed, like the Marvel movies. I'm pumped for Doctor Strange, Thor, Wakanda, and uh, Black, Black Panther 2. So those are definitely like, the big ones for me. What about Morbius? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it no. could be good. I mean, I haven't even seen like the Venom movies yet. I do want to see them eventually. Yeah. Like, I think Morbius is in that universe too, right? So, oh yeah, he's a spy. yeah, absolutely. Um, so, we'll. See. I was gonna make a joke. Yeah, it'll be it'll be Christian Bale's like second greatest villain role after Patrick Bateman. <laughs> Patrick Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go into quotes now. Hey, go for it. <laughs> Do you want to hear our specials again? Not if you want to keep your spleen. <laughs> it's just the uh, and that's the scene with Jared Leto in Morbius. True, true. There you yeah, go. I gotta rewatch that movie. Oh actually. my god, Eric! I swear, every time you watch American Psycho, you're gonna love it more and find it more as a comedy than being like weirded out, just confused. Oh, also. Yeah. So yeah, there's those movies, and like the next, the biggest one probably after that would be the Batman Oof. with uh, Robert Pattinson. I'm getting excited for that one. That'll I'm be not gonna sick. lie. I think that's March too, if I'm not mistaken. Like it's mm-hmm. pretty early in the year, so 
pumped for that movie. I think it's going to be hopefully like a rated R Batman yeah, is what March. they've kind of hyped it up as being. So we'll see, but no, I'm excited for that movie. This Batman movie is going to remind me of like blending the Nolan and the Zack Snyder mm. in terms of like the Nolan ones to me are like super realistic. Like it's more like a crime movie to me, like the Dark Knight, as opposed to less like intense superhero action. But I think the Batman's going to be. The action is going to be better than the Nolan movies, but it's not going to be super over the top like the Snyder movies. Yeah, I could see that. You know, where sure. like the, the visual effects galore. Like it doesn't look like a visual effects extravaganza no, no, no. at like all. It looks like a gritty, yeah. raw, street fighting Batman Exactly. Movie. But darker than like the Nolan. I, the Nolan ones are pretty dark actually. They are dark. I, yeah, I take that back. But d- not as dark as like the Zack Snyder ones. Exactly. Right? Not as depressing as yeah, like, depressing. like the tint, like the... There's like no light in Batman versus Superman. It's like a very like gray filtered movie, and mm-hmm. and the the casting in the Batman like call, I'm excited about Colin Farrell now the most. Yeah, and um, Jeffrey Wright too. Well, Never misses Doctor Narcisse from yeah. uh, Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> hey, nice. He's amazing the sleeper in that. Reference. Right. And I mean, freaking Westworld, and yeah. oh. I was gonna say that's his biggest. How amazing is he in Westworld? Oh. So good, Bernard, oh. one of the goats. That was such a good show. Season one, one watching, of my favorite, one of my favorite, like yeah, seasons of a show ever. I agree. I I. I, I remember there were like four or five twists in season one, and they weren't. It didn't feel like too much either. Like they were just trying to mm-hmm. string us along and like try mm-hmm. to o- go over the top at each twist. Like mm-hmm. it all made sense. Where they went downhill was like the later seasons, in my opinion. But okay, here's a movie slated to come out next year. And it's a long time coming. You think what? Yeah, Ah, Yeah. I was gonna say. I was reading about that the other day. I have that one as like under question marks, right? In parentheses, I'll believe it when I see it. Thank you, because they've been. It's almost like James Cameron keeps thinking of better things to do with the movie, and he's like, "Oh, but we can do this now. Okay, delay the movie for a year or two. We're gonna make it even better. But when do you stop and say this is the final product? I would have honestly have liked an Avatar two in like 2011." Like a couple years after Two the first after, one. Yeah. But now it's like so far away. It's like, okay, the actor's aging doesn't really matter. They're playing their like Navi characters, mm-hmm. right? Like Avatar 2 is going to look amazing. But now it's like that they put so much work and overcomplicated for nothing. Like wh- I'm still super excited though, Eric. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like everyone who talks to me about Avatar, that's like, yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't get what the, all the hype was. Like I watched it after years after it came out. I'm like, no, no, you had to be there. Christmas 2009. It came out in like December mm-hmm, in yeah. 3D. This is back when 3D wasn't really big. On the up and up. It, it was like the first 3D where it's not like the red and blue glasses. It's like it was such an experience back then and everyone loved it in the theater and yep. people were going to like rewatch it two, three times and it was a great movie at the theater. Yeah, I still think it's a great movie, honestly, just yeah. watching it at home. Now. I haven't watched it in a while there, but I've, we've seen it so many times as a family there, like after the fact, and like loved it every time. So yeah. I, the villain was actually underrated in that movie. Oh. Like, he was a solid, stern commander. Yeah. Stephen Lang's grizzled vet. Yeah, you see him more and more now. Like, I didn't know how many movies that guy was in. Stephen Lang. Like, he's in the freaking Red Dragon original movie, Manhunter. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like he's been in movies since like the 80s. Okay, wow. Never knew who he was until like Avatar and Don't Breathe. Just want to say like other like shows I'm looking forward okay. to. Ooh. There's a few like I'm actually there are more shows on here that are like big shows I'm really looking forward to. So the first one I wrote down actually was House of the Dragon, like the Game of Thrones oh. spin-off show. I'm pumped for that. Because Oof. HBO 
didn't green light another one of their shows like the first men show yeah. which they had shot a pilot for which i would have loved to see like white walker lore they axed that but they green lit this one so which leads me to believe that they did a good job at creating this world and making it worth our while anyways as viewers to follow up on game of thrones which ended poorly of course yeah and so I am looking forward to seeing what they'll come back with. And I don't know that much about it either. Like the teaser was very uh, minimalistic in mm-hmm. what it revealed. Just showing the different Targaryen families. Are you looking forward to that, Matt? Yes, but I'm very like cautious. I'm going to be very cautiously like optimistic. Like I'm scared, Eric, actually. <laughs> because I'm like, I don't, I love Game of Thrones so much. And I was very disappointed with like as were most people i'm not gonna it's not gonna be like a, a night one like i'm not gonna be oh, super no. uh, i don't know the golden age of game of thrones like the first few seasons or whatever you want to say like the first four or five seasons like i know it's not like nothing to me can touch that so i'm just scared to watch more game of thrones stuff and be disappointed again i want to remember game of thrones as like what it used to be but then again like you know i'm gonna be like there week one watching yeah. it too like probably at my parents that whole world lost. I've lost a lot of faith in that world after that last season. But which begs a question: Can anything that starts off that good end even better? Yes. Maybe, yeah. Really, sure. but it started off so like even when okay. they set up everything in the first three seasons, in your head were you like, they're gonna come up with like the best ending ever? Like we all thought they would, but then they like let us down. So now I'm just scared for House of Dragons. Okay, sorry. I may might have misinter or misunderstood your question. Like I'm. I took it as like can a show that starts off very well finish like ten better? out of ten well and and I was gonna say Breaking Bad but does it start off that well you know what I no, mean no the Game of Thrones start was way better than the Breaking yeah, Bad start so. I like I feel like Game of this is Game of Thrones like your first eight holes on the eighteen hole golf course you're like hitting a, an eagle every hole that's how I felt Game of Thrones did every freaking episode was like magic mm-hmm. but then you can't keep hitting eagles like. You can't, you're going to do pars and bogeys and Game of Thrones did like triple bogeys mm-hmm. at the end. I know, weird golf analogy. I have <laughs> no, golf on my No, it's interesting though. Like, it makes sense. I'm just trying to think of like other shows. Like what was one? Like <laughs> for me, Atlanta, like for comedy oh, dramas, like that's it. two for two so far. Okay. So honestly, like Atlanta started off as a 10 out of 10 yeah. in its first few seasons. But like, like most shows, they tend to dip. Yeah. So we'll see what, for however long it goes, if it can sustain it. But that's so rare, right? And like it, it'll have to see. We'll have to see what they come out with yeah. in the next few seasons. So Dexter, first season is arguably the best. Um, so many other shows. A lot of like, like True Detective, Westworld. Oh my God, True Detective, great example. Yeah. Shows like The Wire. I mean, they're five seasons solid throughout. Same with actually Sopranos dips in the end in quality. Um, so what about The Wire then? Is that not a show Wire, that was solid from start to finish? It, it, it actually is, but it's a show that gets better every season. So it doesn't like, like season one is like season three, four, five are way better than one and two. So it doesn't start off super strong. Well, it's like starts off with a nine out of 10 and ends okay, up being so a 10 out of 10. so that's close enough. Yeah, yeah, it is close enough. That's why it's always quoted as one of the best shows ever made. I'd love one day, like we could, I'd rewatch The Wire and we would like, we would set like a deadline, like give us six months to watch it and then talk. Never we, Eric, there, we so. could talk about The Wire for more than one episode. There's so much going on politically, the, the gangsters, the cops, the social aspect, everything in one city is talked about in this show. Like, how everything connects with each other. It's like Game of Thrones in Baltimore into like how things work from like the hierarchy of the police department, the gangsters, the criminal organizations, 
and like the politicians, mayor, the politicians, or, yeah. all in one city. It's an amazing show. Okay, and not and many shows can get like yeah. all that intrigue uh-huh. correctly. Yeah. And they like you're gonna say like a bunch of actors. Like I know like Littlefinger, Aiden Gillen yeah. was in that show. Michael B. Jordan, he's like twelve yeah. in the show. Yeah, it was his first role. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Don, Dominic West is the main character. He's from like he was in Three Hundred. He's in that show, The Affair. Okay. He was. Uh, I think you would recognize him. He has Probably. a villain's face. There's two more shows I just want okay. to highlight yeah, for yeah. next Sorry. year. That's no, all good. So all the Star Wars shows mm. I'm looking forward to, especially obviously Obi Wan. Like that's confirmed for next year, so I'm pumped for that. Yeah, looking forward to seeing like what the action is going to look like. Like they've promised us a Darth Vader versus Obi Wan lightsaber battle so i'm super pumped to see what that's going to look like and just ewan mcgregor reprising his role as uh, obi-wan is going to be amazing to see and then whatever other star wars shows come out like Bo- book of boba fett actually is at the end of this year so i'm yeah. pumped for that too yeah we're definitely going to talk about that yeah i think what, the show with derek that we did we all said kenobi was probably our yeah. most anticipated and yeah. it still is for me for sure oh yeah and one more show which kind of falls like very similar to House of Dragons. I wonder how you're going to feel about this one, Matt, is the Lord of the Rings oh. show that's supposed to come out in September of 2022. So what I'm pumped about for that show is that it's set in a completely different age. Like I think the second age or I don't know. I don't even know. But it's just going to be with a whole new slew of characters. Also looking like relatively unknown actors, which I really like yeah. that we're going to see like these randos, kind of like we saw in Game of Thrones establish themselves in this universe and like just in a setting that we both love like anything medieval like fantasy in lord of the rings obviously their middle earth is right in our wheelhouse so i'm pumped for that show it's my most anticipated show actually and like i just want them to capture the look that peter jackson had for the first trilogy not the hobbit and as long as they do that like i'll roll with any story or characters or actors i just want it to look like i'm watching lord of the rings again which Hasn't happened since like the third one came out. I wonder if they're gonna tap the homie Hugo Weaving to reprise his role as Elrond. He doesn't age like Hugo Weaving. Like he could probably still rock Elrond. Never know. We'll see. Like I I like the fact that I don't know much about it either. Like clearly I don't even know what age it's set in for God's sakes. But I'm really like definitely looking forward to that more than I. I know I started off with House of the Dragon there, but Lord of the Rings, especially with a one billion dollar budget, I think uh, that's the best part of this show is they they put the time and money into it. Yeah, yeah, they they announced it years ago too. And I remember I was apprehensive that it was Amazon that actually got the rights because I I don't want to say. I don't want to like slander Amazon originals there, yeah. but they're not at the top of the no. list when it comes to prime producers, <laughs> right? When it comes to these shows, like HBO is obviously the cream of the crop. Yeah. Even like Netflix has got some good stuff. Disney hit or now, miss Netflix, yeah. Netflix for sure. Some hit or miss, but anyways, I'm I'm pumped for it. Though. And they've been very secretive, like not telling us too too much. Exactly. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and a show format's going to be cool for Lord of the Rings. Like, it's going to be cool mm-hmm. to see. Like, can you imagine, like, we talked about this during the, our Harry Potter episode ages ago, but, like, a Harry Potter show would be super oh, cool. I love that. Just thinking about stuff we'd like to see because it's the perfect format. It's You could do a, a show on a whole semester of, like, following these students yeah. and stuff goes on around them, you know? So that <laughs> like, <so> Neville. <laughs> like the Neville show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, I have to re-listen to that, that episode. Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. Your guys' reaction was priceless. <laughs> Neville's show. It's, it's, you redo all the movies, but through Neville's perspective and what he does <laughs> and observes, and then him going home and being like, this happened this year. With, and, yeah. 
Oh, I didn't get to do much this year, but you know, I don't <laughs> Maybe know. next year will be my time to shine. Speaking of Harry Potter, actually, they're coming out with like the reunion on January 1st. I don't know if you saw that. No, they're doing like a kind of like the Friends reunion, except a Harry Potter reunion. I'm pumped to watch that. Huh. And also like the the Secrets of Dumbledore movie coming out there, like the Crimes, the Fantastic oh, yeah, Beast yeah, yeah. third movie is coming up. And now they've recasted Grindelwald with Mods Mickelson. Did you see that? No. He's going to be playing Grindelwald in the third Fantastic Beast movie. Mods Mickelson. Okay, I'm definitely going to go see that. Yeah. I hated the second one. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Right? It was but, so confusing, um, but we don't... Yeah. yeah, I don't need to dwell on that. But yeah, looking forward to that too. So, kind of. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we can go into random wrecks. And what do you want to start us off with, Matt? I'm going to start off with what we talked about earlier. Like, everyone bugging me to watch this show, and I finally mm-hmm. did. Yellowstone. Oh, let's go. I'm on season two now. I think they're on the fourth season at the moment, but uh, I'm only on the second one. Oh, I crushed season one, Eric. I was watching it at work, at home, on my spare time. Loved it. Nice. And season two just picks up where season one is. And it's, I love the actors in it the most, like Kevin Costner, K- Kelly Riley. Some of the, the sons, too, are like actors that I know. Like the guy who plays Rip was like, mm. he's like a minor. Like he was yeah. a bad guy in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, I, Cole Hauser. Oh my god, it's he him. Was it's him. The yeah. main bad guy. The main bad guy, like the slick guy. Yeah, no that's Rip. Way. Yeah, Cole Hauser. He I was in Goodwill Hunting. He looks familiar. I yeah, never yeah, would have yeah. put two, but and he's, two together. He's bulkier now and older, and they put like he's heavier. If anything, he kind of looks younger in this than in Too Fast. Am I crazy here? Yeah. He kind of looks crazy. like a dick. Like in in Too Fast, he's just like all like dressed fancy. Yeah. yeah, you're right. They make him look older in that, but wow. No, like that actor, like just. To me, it's like Kevin Costner's show. Oh, and yeah. I just love it. Brutal, but I honestly, like, it was all overhyped for me. I thought it was like, wait, my dad's like, it's too violent. I'm not watching it. I'm like, no, it's it's fine. But also, I love the setting. It's filmed in Montana and, like, seeing the horses and, like, mm. the mountains. No, I really like it. I'm glad you recommended it. Yeah. I'm glad I listened finally and watched it. Like, people at work have been bugging me for maybe a year now. Mm-hmm. But I tell him, I'm like, I'm watching, I'm watching The Office right now. Leave me alone. I'm yeah. watching this show right now. Leave me alone. I'm also watching Hawkeye at the same time, nice. Eric. And you know one what? Like you were, or... yeah, like you were right. I'm one episode behind, but you were right. Like okay. it, it does pick up every episode. Mm-hmm. And me and my mom love watching it. I've always liked Jeremy Renner myself. Like some people have problems with him. Like yeah. I remember watching him in the movie SWAT where he's the bad hey. guy. Like that's a super dark, like, re- like obscure reference and like. It's not the best movie, folks, but like I don't know, he was good as the bad guy. And uh, Haley Steinfeld kills great. it. Oh yeah, she's great. Big Kate Bishop yeah. guy for yeah. sure. She makes the show really enjoyable. Speaking of Jeremy Renner, though, like uh, he was amazing in the town too. That was the oh. first movie I saw him in as Jim. Huge yeah. fan. And yeah, Hawkeye. And okay, so for Yellowstone, I personally got to get back on that horse. No pun intended, because I haven't watched a single episode since we did our last episode. So it's on season one. I'm still on season one, episode three, which is exactly where I was when I recommended it last episode. Because I've been just binging this show that I've seen many episodes of, like sporadically in the uh-huh. past, but now I'm just like crushing them curb your enthusiasm i'm just all in on this universe and larry david is absolutely hysterical in this show the fact that he like obviously you see the george similarities like george is based on him but he just takes everything and brings it to a whole other level of like dissecting why every single person does 
a certain thing, like um, the minute details of like, oh, why are you tucking your sweater in like that? Like, did your did your mom tuck? Did your dad tuck? Only Tucker in the family. And like, he keeps just it's so it's way too much, but I find it hilarious. And honestly, there's a lot of stuff in there that's like really relatable. Like another example I'll just use is he's at dinner with them, one of his friends. Richard and uh, John Hamm actually and John Hamm is shadowing Larry David in this situation because he's playing a character in one of his movies who's like Larry David and then he comments on Richard is like dipping into this dip that they have at the table he's like I have to say you're, you've gone way over your appetizer allotment because this was for the table and you've had way more than a third of the dip. And I, I was just like very relatable stuff. Like, and then the other guy goes like, appetizer allotment? What are you talking about? And anyways, it's it's funny stuff. So I would recommend Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's not a show though that you want to, like I'm not going to watch all 11 seasons in succession because I feel like it can get repetitive and like you might start to get annoyed with LD. Mm-hmm. But like right now I've, I've watched like two seasons in a row. I'm really enjoying it. But we'll get back on Yellowstone. And Hawkeye, one episode left. Loving it. Curb is one of these shows I've never seen a full episode, but I've seen so many clips on social media of like, oh, this is a hilarious scene. Or this is a... Like, I think I would... Not I think. I know I would love the show. I just have to sit down and like have all the seasons available for me. I think our uncle owns a lot of the seasons. Uncle Pat. Because I don't have Crave. I think it's obvious it's not Crave. It's still going on, right? Yep. Season 11 is live and I'm watching it right now. They've been taking their time over the years to do the seasons. It's not one every year. He's getting up there in age, right? Yeah. No, but like it's a show that's like never died and always like Mm -hmm. put out new stuff. It's a show like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where I've seen so many clips. Some people tell me it's like the greatest show ever. Yeah. Um, but I've never really like sat down and watched like five episodes in a row. Oh, oh, actually, Eric, a show that I watched maybe the first eight episodes with my girlfriend. She's like, you've never seen this show and you know the show very well. I'm like, no, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nice. That's what I was going to guess. Honestly. Oh my God, I was dying. Yeah, it's Holt, 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 oh, Holt like killing the man. Me. He's so good. His dead. I don't know how he does it. I mean, I mean, Andy Samberg's my favorite character. Peralta? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a couple weeks now. So you're, that, you're on season one there? Just or? like, yeah, first eight episodes. My okay. girlfriend's like, we didn't, we didn't watch the Thanksgiving one. I'm like, Thanksgiving one? No. Do you like, does that ring a bell? She says like, you'll know when you see it. She says it's like a Thanksgiving episode. Okay. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, or there's one with a dinner party at Holt's house. She said that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've seen some really funny ones. Like there was a really good Halloween one. And the episodes, Eric flew by. Mm-hmm. It's like a 30, under 30 minutes of just yeah. like, oh. Yeah, I forget the other characters. Like it, it had been two weeks, but that was a that was a really good. Like you and Zach were talking yeah. about it last time. Yeah, I know why now. Right, Terry Cruz's character. Yeah, he's oh solid. My. Even Boyle yeah. is good too. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now, movie wise. I'll just go get into my movie. I don't really have music or books for this one, okay. but I have. Uh, I I have watched a good amount of movies. I'm just gonna like. Yeah, I rewatched like some Christmas ones: Elf, Christmas mm-hmm. Vacation, The Grinch. But I won't be talking about those. Uh, I rewatched Man of Steel quickly. Man of Steel, I still love that movie. It's a good movie. I watch it like every two years to remember like how good it is. Like Underrated. Okay, the two new movies I watch, one from last year, late last year, and one from this year, actually. So the one from last year uh, was critically acclaimed. It's a Korean movie, Minari. Mm, Nice. It's on Amazon Prime. Steven Yun's in it. It's weird seeing him speak Korean because I'm like, I see him as Glenn in The Walking (laughs) Dead. I'm like, oh, Glenn, what are you... It's like them starting a new life in the United States and like him being super ambitious with like his farming and all that and his wife like 
thinking more about like no let's like play it safe and like per- like more family orientated it's like uh, the movie was a lot more serious than i thought and there was a lot of like clashing and art and confrontations and you know it's a very intense movie and i really liked it it had some really light-hearted moments with like the mother and that's on amazon prime for free the other do you want me to get into my last movie or do you want to go first no you can go ahead okay this movie came out this year and it's by edgar wright edgar wright directed Shaun of the dead hot mm. fuzz Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Like he's a, he writes and directs all his movies. He has his own vision. All his movies ha- have the same look. Um, I love all of his movies. Um, usually works for like Simon Pegg and his buddies and all that. But this one is called last night in Soho. Oh, nice. Yeah. I watched that. Um, it's the, it's starring Thomason McKenzie. She's the girl from Jojo rabbit mm. and also Anya Taylor joy from the queen's gambit. Yep. Oh, they were both amazing in that movie, Eric. It's like it's it, it's honestly all about nostalgia. This movie, because every night, our main character closes her eyes and imagines herself in 1960s London, or is transported back into 1960s mm, London. Okay. It's really cool, and she spends like the whole night there. And when she wakes up, when it's morning in that world, it's like she wakes up in the real world and like goes about her business. Like okay. she keeps going back. It's really interesting because you don't know. I'm not going to spoil it, but you're like, how is she doing this? Like, they don't really explain a lot right away. Okay. And you're like, huh, what's going on? Cool. Like, she literally closes her eyes and walks. And like, it's so cool. What was cool about it is it starts off like lighthearted and becomes more and more like a thriller and even a horror film by the end. And the color palette of the movie, there's all these lights and really cool like style. It has a lot of style, this movie. And I know Edgar Wright said he's inspired by all these like European horror films for this movie. And mm. he wanted to like, emulate one of those all those movies he tried to like emulate and copy and tribute to i love so i'm like watching this movie going oh he stole that from like this director that Mm -hmm. director it's all like a tribute to those movies it's gonna be you'll love it or you'll be like no it was stupid i loved it the the two actresses sold the movies for me and uh one of the the male actor in the movie i think he's in house of dragons he played Doctor Who too when he was younger. He's like, ah, oh, Matt I Reeves or something. Yeah, I don't know, that's something the, like that. Matt Reeves is the, actually a director. Oh, okay. Who's doing the is it not movie. Matt something? It's Matt, Matt Smith. But exactly, it is yeah. Matt. You know, he has a really unique. I know look, what you're right? talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, fun fact: that was the movie I thought I was gonna be going to see, like when I got surprised for my birthday party because mm, okay. it was at the theater. I was like, right. oh, are we gonna go see Last Night in Soho? I was all excited. <laughs> Then scared, then excited. Boy, was I. Matt yeah. Smith, good call, Matt Eric. Smith, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I knew Matt Reeves wasn't right. But anyway, I knew that was still someone, though. I do want to see both those movies, so we'll definitely look for them. I only watched one movie. Like, obviously, the, we watched some Christmas movies. They're like Christmas Vacation, Santa Claus, Elf, uh, Home Alone, like the classics. But those you can kind of just throw on. Like, we wrap gifts at the same time. They're like, it's you're, you're, they're not getting your complete undivided attention, right? Yeah. So you just need to listen to them half the time and you know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the wet bandits break in scene, those oh. must, must watch TV, but the movie we watched was actually called Klaus. So it's oh. actually Claus. Yeah. It's like a Spanish uh, Christmas movie, which is actually, it's all in English though. Like it's by a Spanish director and uh, yeah, I really liked it. Honestly, it's a different story um, set during a Christmas time. Like the um, kind of the, early days of how the post was begun for um like letters being written to santa claus like how that all came about in the olden days so a cool different look at christmas and obviously some good values in there too about like community and coming together taking a town that's in shambles Mm -hmm. basically and is brought 
joy and like yeah. structure and order through their drive to get gifts and like be better people. Have you seen it, Matt? Oh, I love Klaus. Yeah. I always recommend, try to recommend it. Nobody like listens because yeah. it looks stupid when you like the animation. You got to get used it's to. It's different. And, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. It really hit me hard too at the end, like how it ends and like. Oh, it's cool. Like when he gets to the town, there's like a feud and like, yeah. So like, yeah. he's like, he's caught in the middle and he's tasked to go do something. And I don't know. I like, I know I like, like JK Simons and Jason Schwartzman. And, yeah. And it also like, it was hard to really recognize JK Simmons's voice. Like yeah. it didn't really sound like him that much. I was expecting kind of like Parker, yeah. what are you doing? Like, you know, just knowing right away that it was him, but he wasn't that stern. It was more like a gentle giant in this one. Or like whiplash. You know, I, I like yeah, whiplash. <laughs> but speaking of J.K. Simmons, actually, time of recording tomorrow. I'm going to see Spider-Man. So pumped. Oh, nice. See, I've avoided. I've been off the internet all week going leading up to this because you already know spoilers are everywhere. So I'm trying to just I've, cleanse my yeah. palate. <laughs> I might I might literally go, Eric, like after I leave your house because I got nothing going on tomorrow morning and okay. it's playing at like ten o'clock near my house. Okay, okay. Nice. So, but you, but do I want to go? Now the debate is, do I want to go alone? I don't know. But that's like I, I it's gonna be a snap call where like I don't have a ticket. I'm just gonna mm. go and hope. Well, one ticket there should be. Yeah, it's it should, super late too. Should be fine. Yeah, no, but like I'm, Eric, I'm I, I wanted to go with like people, but like everyone's like, no, I'm not free that day. I'm like, I need to go see wait. this movie today to or tomorrow. If it's past Friday, it's like I feel like oh prison rules for like people are gonna talk about yeah. it. You're gonna. I feel like honestly, if Toby and Andrew are in the movie, which I don't know for a fact that they are. We're gonna see trailers like starting this weekend of like shots of them in it too. Like they've been really good. Like shout out Marvel to not really unveil too much in the trailers. Yeah. Yeah. But they've if, been amazing at that. If the movie does release and they are in it, like they're gonna advertise it after the fact. Yeah, like I literally can't go on my Instagram right now because I know I'll see the reviews and like people. I'll read like a couple words, and if it's not yeah. spoiler free, I'm screwed. Yeah, exactly. Or pics or like stills. Like you can find them now. The so, movie's available for pirate. Like you can. Everything's out on the movie. Like yeah, even last cool. night, you had to be careful because of Europe. Like Europe, people it premiered seeing in Europe them. yesterday. Yeah. yeah, one of my so. friends actually, Ezra, shout out. He saw it yesterday and like texted, snap, snapped me a picture of the theater. Like, oh, right, it's time to watch. But he didn't Rubbing spoil it, it in. of course. Oh, okay. No, no, we're just letting me know. You know, it's all good. I like to be in, kept in the loop on what's going on with my yeah. Finnish friends. You know, yeah. so anyway, very excited to go see it. And uh, like that's probably the movie I'm hopefully gonna enjoy the most that I've seen in 2021. I've seen some good ones. I want to no, say but. it's it's been a more of a lackluster year, to be honest. So that's what I'm saying. It'll be yeah. This will be the dog. best one. It's got to be better than Eternals and Black Widow. Come well, on. Well, that's not. I'm not even. That's not even a consideration. No. <laughs> it might not be as the good trailer as was better than Eternals. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. But um. No, it's maybe cool. I'll run down on Spider-Man in the next episode. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's a good spot to wrap it up. Honestly, like it's been a. a pretty unreal that we've done 26 episodes this year like Mm -hmm. didn't miss a single two week span very pumped about that thank you very much everyone for the support and listening and participating in our just regular stories oh my god i actually had people submit answers to for like what they wanted to oh man we put a story up on uh, like what people's goals were for um 2022 like looking into next year like stuff they're looking forward to got a couple that we want to go over so the homie Justin Mockdinger. So he submitted that he wants to continue progressing in his career and like nice. just professionally and try some new things as well. Also listed potentially starting a pod as a like a Ooh. possibility. So I would definitely support that, Justin. Like 
you've been a killer guest for us on here. And like, you're very knowledgeable on like a ton of topics there. Obviously hockey there, it goes without saying, but you also put on a Lord of the Rings clinic for us. A oh lot my of God, options, right? So I definitely support you in that endeavor. And like, yeah, like trying something new every year, do it up and all the best to you for the growth as well. Yeah. And for and professionally and personally, everything. I, I echo everything you say, Eric and Justin, if you need like a guest one episode for like, I don't know what your podcast is going to be about, but like hit me up. Yeah, same here. Individually. Like split us up. The easy boys aren't going to go or on. Or it could there. be featuring. Yeah, it and could. then we do a battle. or Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? A lot of possibilities there. The next one was from your mom. So Taunt Mary. And she said that she was looking forward to Witcher. She's going to be watching it in January probably. Yeah. She's busy right now. So. so oh, that's a good that goal. Too. I mean, me too. We're going to have a whole episode on that. Actually yeah. rewatching season one oh, right yeah? now. I have one episode left. So nice. good. And um, so yeah, and then the last one was from our uncle Pat. He submitted that he was looking forward to Stranger Things season four. Ooh. Couldn't agree more. And painting, painting, and painting. Yeah, so awesome. No surprise there. Me too. I'm going to look to keep going on the painting game, ideally with uncle Pat. And if not, maybe on my own, who knows? We'll see. But um, yeah, some good submissions, people solid and i just want to say like thank you everybody for like listening like everybody who submitted their answers throughout the year for our episodes like thank you so much it means the world to me and eric and to everybody who listens and like contacts me after and like asks to ask me a question or like anybody who shares our the story on instagram or anybody who like contributes to more people listening to the episode i mean thank you so much couldn't agree more, Matt. And yeah, I'm looking forward to continue to deliver some good content for you all next year. And we're going to continue to ask you for feedback and like what you want to see us do. And uh, like we're open to many ideas. Like a lot of you gave us some good ideas for stuff to do for future pods. And those have not been forgotten. They're in the stash. So can't wait to keep bringing some good content for you all. So yeah, thanks a lot, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned for, for episodes dropping every two Mondays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Continue to stay safe. And yeah, peace.